Local 202 out at Hunts Point. We're gonna offer our support. We just want you all to know that we have your back. We have your back. And we say we, we mean this city has your back, this country has your back, everyday people have your back, because you're not just fighting for yourselves. You are fighting to raise the standards for all working people in this country. That's what this fight is about. UPS, we are talking about a strike authorization of over, well over 300 million workers. Or rather, yeah, sorry, 300. Sorry, I got that, I got that wrong. I got that wrong. Don't quote me on that, don't quote me on that. Sorry. It's, it's too early in the morning, I have another phone yet. No, no, but you have, we're talking about three, we are talking about so many, this was about the largest strike authorization in American history. 340,000, sorry, I had a couple of extra zeros there. Over 340,000 workers have authorized a strike from UPS. That is an enormous amount. That is the largest strike in American history. Danny and I were just talking. We think this is one of the largest strike authorizations and labor uh, actions in the world going on right now. And when we do that, and when we're going to claim it right now, when we win that, when we win that, we are going to raise that average, raise that standard for all workers. We cannot accept a dual standard. We're part-time workers and full-time workers doing the same labor are getting paid dramatically different wages. We can't allow for that. UPS made $16 billion in profit last year alone. $16 billion with a B. That is a level of, of of rich, richness and wealth that we really cannot wrap our minds around. They can afford AC in our trucks. They can afford to pay part-timers equal wage. They can afford to pay people enough to live in New York City and across the country. They can afford to make sure that everybody can feed their babies, clothe their kids, and lead a dignified life for themselves and pay rent in New York City. much to ask for. Every single person in this country can lead a dignified life. And that is why what you all are doing is so incredibly important. I know how, I can't even imagine how hard it is. But we have done this before and we have won before. Keep that in mind. And we will win again. And when you all succeed, you will leave a blueprint for the rest of the country and for workers all around the country who know that they deserve better in their lives. And so I'm so proud of you all. And I just want you all to know that we've got your back. We, uh, in my, in, from my office, we are writing letters of support. We are urging people. We are bringing leaders in front of Congress. We are holding hearings. We are putting the heat on on our end. We're also gonna make sure that everyday working people understand what's going on and that they've got your back too. The public support is real, it is there, and we will continue to ratchet it up all the way up until August 1st if that's what we need to do and beyond if that's what needs to be done as well. Thank you. The facts, dates, and events presented in this video are from the member's best recollection and may not be fully accurate. This video is intended for entertainment purposes only. Always consult with your local union about your rights and duties at your workplace. The opinions shared on this video are our own and do not necessarily represent my employer's positions, strategies, or opinions. All views shared are protected under the National Labor Relations Act.
Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on unionpowerradio.com. that we're really not that far apart on the issues. We're just not that far apart on the issues. Until you realize that we're really not that far apart on the issues. We're just not that far apart on the issues. I think she didn't get the message. We are that far apart. <laughs> so thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here, July 9th, 2023, 6 p.m. And I've been saying it all day. I've been on the radio all day, and I think I'm too loud. Here we go. we got to lower down that volume. And uh, hold on. i got a uh, late. Late to come, Jamie Holligan is getting on. And Pat, thanks for getting on time on the Zoom. Anyone that wants to uh, get on the Zoom and see us, I guess see us, because that's where you see us, except uh, uh, Jamie, because he likes to hide from the camera. He's, he's, oh, put a shirt on, man. You got a shirt on? Put a shirt on. Put a fucking shirt on, man. Put a shirt on. I got it. I got to stop the video. <laughs> yeah, please, put a shirt on. Anyway, thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Today, we're going to talk about what is the, what's going on with the contract and why is a complete halt on it, is a stop to it. Uh, the reason is because uh, the part-timers, the part-timers, the company is not trying to give the part-timers more money. And that's a big factor. Every, I know a lot of full-timers probably say, oh, fuck the part-time. No, we don't fuck the part-time. They are part of the Teamsters. They are your brothers and sisters, and they deserve a raise. It's been a long time since this, uh, they, um, what you want to call it, even negotiated something for the part-timers. They always, when they're doing campaign and they're out there to get elected into office, they always say the part-timers, the part-timers. We're going to do this for the part-time. We're going to do that for the part-timers. And nothing was ever done for the part-timers. This time, Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman is putting their feet down and putting uh, the company feet to the fire and saying, we want a better contract for the part-timers. Now, there's a lot of rumors out there that uh, they already negotiated something with the full-timers, which no monies has been said out there yet. And I guess when Sean O'Brien is ready to talk about it, and I guess he don't want to put it out there because this is what the company's going to do. They're going to try to use the full-time versus the part-timers if we put that money right. out there. So that's that's going to be the problem. They're going to they're going to tell the 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 part-timers that oh, you know, or the full-timers actually. Yeah, we gave your the the IBT this and you know, they should just send it out to the to the to the members and and ratify it and send it in for a vote. 
Sean O'Brien is not trying to hear that. He's trying to hear that the same wages or whatever they're going to get for the full-timers is going to get for the part-timers. Uh, and he's not gonna he's not gonna settle for less. Uh, the company did say at the last meeting that they have nothing else to offer the Teamsters. Well, we got something to offer you. We are doing a lot of practice picking out there, and if you see it across Facebook, it's all over the United States. Three hundred and forty thousand Teamsters will ready already and practicing to be in that picket line. And you can tell by the Facebook how pissed off those Teamsters are. Here in Mount Vernon, I did a, a practice picket. They were pissed off. And I'm glad that all the Mount Vernon guys came out. You know, some of them won't come out because, you know, some of them are management as kissers, which was going to be called scabs because they probably will cross the fucking picket line like bitches. But anyway, we'll, we'll handle that when the time comes. But, you know... You don't want to walk through, you don't want to cross a picket line when it's a uh, strike going out there. You're going to get, uh, you're not going to get anything done to you, like physically. You're going to get, uh, you, your emotions might be uh, torn up when you walk through that line and you got guys calling you a fucking scab. Your emotions, you know, technically, or not technically, but, uh, but you're going to have guys doing that because some guys feel that we shouldn't be going on strike. Um, we haven't gone on strike in over 20 years since 1997. And back then in 97, they did a strike for two weeks. I don't think if, if we go on strike, we're not going to go two weeks. I think it's going to be less than two weeks because the company ain't that dumb that, uh, the, the stock will, the stock will start going down. They'll start losing customers and they don't want that. They're doing that now. They crying that now they're crying that they want, uh, that they uh, that the teamsters are not negotiating in, in in good faith. Bullshit. You guys, the the company is not negotiating in good faith. These motherfuckers want to save every goddamn penny, every goddamn penny they have. They may and let me correct it from last week because this week I got a text from someone correcting me on what I said last week, and it's okay. You know, this is a live show. I don't do editing. I speak straight up. This is how it is. There's no script in front of me. There's no one with a hand in my ass telling me what to say. This is what I do. This is this is a freedom of speech, and I'm off the clock, and I'm doing this all on my own to educate the members of what's going on out there. So uh, someone sent me a text. Let me get the text uh, saying that um, I was wrong with the hundred million, uh, hundred billion dollar. Profit. It was $17 billion profit that they did. Okay, I got it. So 17, well, Sean O'Brien keeps saying $100 billion profit out there. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm the only wrong one. So it's $17 billion that they did in profit. So I, I'm going to fix that because somebody told me to correct it. Also, I'm going to correct the fact that the AC's in the truck. I said last week because I, I don't get information. That they they probably gonna put the ACs in the back of the truck and 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 restrict it to seventy degrees or whatever and it'll turn on at seventy. So I got a text saying, and I get a lot of text guys. I get texts from you guys. I get texts from people out in the country, and this is what they said: that the the ACs will be in front of the truck in the cab, and in the back it will be vent 
vent better. They will be ventilated. vented. Yeah, ventilated better than uh, <laughs> than that. And it's no seventy degree regulation, so it's not going to set it up to seven degrees. Now, also, I I got here that it says is out of ninety three thousand package cars that and vans, the company committed to at least twenty eight thousand of the new trucks with AC over the pat the over the next five years. Let me tell you something. <laughs> That's going to take longer <laughs> because in the last contract, last five years ago. We had in the contract saying that if a, a, a driver requests a fan into your truck, the only thing you have to do is tell the mechanic and the mechanic will put the fan in your truck. There's guys still waiting to this day from four or five years ago waiting for a fan in their truck. So let's see how long that's going to take. And that's exactly what the, the company's going to do. They're going to entertain the IBT and entertain us and tell us what we want to hear. And then, you know, and then do what they want to fucking do and it's, it's that's that's what they do they uh agreed to a, a article and they uh fucking violated to the fullest so also that like i sent that uh uh 50 of the show post is coming back to the to uh the company to us to the teamsters to the union workers 50 percent. i say we should have had a hundred percent and 50% is not really uh, whatever. I guess it's a little bit of something, something, something. And the PVDs and all that other shit. Now, on my screen, I'm going to be sharing some things on my screen. Uh, do, 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 do. I f think I forgot how to do it, but let me see it. Here we go. Hopefully. What I about the PVDs? I didn't hear anything about them yet. I didn't hear about anything about PVDs either. So, yo, yo. Whatever it is, it is. Uh, here we go. Okay, so here. So what, on the screen on on Zoom, if you guys, whoever's on Zoom, could see the screen. Guys on Zoom, can you see the screen? Hello? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, we can. Okay. Yes, I can. Okay, thank you. Thank you for answering. Uh, so here we have, uh, it says what we won. We won the two, the, the two tier, uh, language out, which is the 22-4 language gone. And those guys going to be regular, uh, drivers now. No four, six punch, which was never here in local 804. We already have that language that is no force in six day, but that's in other locals throughout the country that now they cannot get force a six day punch. We got Martin Luther King's uh, Day as a pay holiday. That is a little bit tricky right there. Is it a pay holiday? Are we going to have it off? Or are they going to do one of those holidays that if you want to work, you get triple time? That That's not explained. It don't explain much there. It just says uh, Martin Luther King's birthday pay holiday. So it could be one of those uh, holidays that, you know, you you request the day off or... You work it and get the triple time. I don't know. I'm sure they'll they'll explain it better. Air conditions and more fans. Okay. That's what they want. More air conditions and more fans. I mean, air conditioning and, and more fans. So we'll see about that. Strong nine, nine, five, and eight-hour request protection. Okay. And then uh, no inward-facing cameras. And um, protection against... Uh, subcontracting and PVDs and much 
more. Much more is what? So the first flyer, if you guys see it on Zoom, it was put out uh, a while back. It says our union is negotiating a new contract with UPS. We are trying to make UPS deliver for part-timers and all UPS Teamsters. So on their flyer on the Teamsters United, it says uh, higher pay and ER, I mean, MRA abuse, part-timers starting wages at at least $25 an hour, additional catch-up raises for all current part-timers. So now they put on a different flyer out, which is to the right, and they put higher wages, stop UPS from abusing the MRA. They took away the $25. Now, I'm sure Sean is telling them this is what he wants for the part-timers, which is $25 an hour. Are they going to get the $25? No, that's called bargaining. You start up high and whatever it lands in the time in between that, you know, between that is good for the part-timers, Sean O'Brien is definitely going to put it out for the Teamsters. So I'm sure Sean O'Brien went high, definitely went high. He never goes low. He goes high and the company probably fucking told, gave him a, a slap in the face saying, here, this is all we have to offer. They put out a leak. It was a leak out there that when the uh, proposal from the company saying that they wanted to give the full timers $2.85 for the next five years. That's a fucking slap in the face. And I'm sure, I'm sure Sean O'Brien went high on what he wants for our mem- for his members, for the IBT, for the membership, for everyone. I'm sure he went high. So that's that's this is the company trying to play the card of full time versus part time. And it's not going to work, guys. You shouldn't let that happen. You shouldn't. If if the numbers come out of what full time is going to get, never settle for that until the part timers get the same amount of raises that they deserve. They work so damn hard. To put those packages, four cars, three o'clock in the morning, they always up there. Some of them are good. Some of them, uh, they need a little bit of help because they have all frost. But that's but that's the name of the game. You teach, but they got four. Remember, they have four cars and they're loading over a thousand packages in those four cars. They deserve the better than minimum wage. Okay, some here in New York, their start rate here is sixteen dollars and thirty five cents. $16.35 for a union job. This is bullshit. This is this is not good. You have Amazon people working and starting at $19 an hour. First day in the job, $19 an hour, and they get benefits right, right, right soon. What is the Zoom? The Zoom link is on the union, excuse me, the Union Power Radio page. If you go to the union uh Union Power Radio page. You'll see the Zoom link there. You just click on that and you go right into the Zoom. So um, anybody got something to say? Someone's talking? No, I guess not. So anyway, uh, so on the right side on the screen, you see that uh, major increases in part-time starting rate. They change it from saying part-time starting rate of at least $25 to a major increase in part-time starting rate. Obvious, Sean O'Brien don't like what they gave to uh, Sean before he left for the for the break. So I think it only shows only 20, 20. Um, So 
You got to go to the Zoom link. You got to go to the Zoom link. If you scroll down, you'll see the Zoom link and you log on to that. So anyway, so uh, that is that. Additional catch-up raises for all current part-timers. I don't know what that means. I guess they're going to catch up. Create new full-time 22-3 jobs. Uh, well, we did get Martin Luther King birthday as a pay holiday. <laughs> improve of grievance procedures and improve part-time pension. That's a good thing, too, a part-time pension, because the part-time pension is, oops, a part-time pension is, you know, is, is whack. So it should be a part-time uh, pension increase. So, you know, Sean did a, a lot of media this week. He was all over the media, M MS, MS, NSG, CBS, uh, Good Morning America, which uh, um, he's been all over the media. And all the questions the media guys ask is, you're going to cause a disaster in the economy and uh, the packages. They should be not asking that question to Sean because Sean is saying it straight up in every media platform and in our platform. If we're going to go on strike, it's not because the Teamster wants to go on strike. It's because the company is not giving to our demands. That's what he's saying. He says, if you're gonna, if we're going to strike, it's going to be because you guys want to strike. All you have to do is give in to the demands that are given, and it's not that much. You guys may, and now here it is on, on the screen, UPS made over $13 billion in profit. You have room. You have more to give. You can give to the part-timers. It's funny that they don't want to give to the part-timers now that now during peak season, it says, um, you know, they, they put uh, $6, I mean, $20 for the guys to help them, you know, to, uh, to pay for the some. Let me, let me get this straight. Some buildings in New York City that which, which is Yonkers and up, in Westchester, they start those uh, seasonals at $20 an hour. And then when if they make it or if they stay with the company, they get dropped back down to minimum wage, which is $16.30, which is, which is a slap in the wrist. Now, you could afford to give them $20 an hour during the peak. Why can't you just do it across the table throughout the all locals and give us the $25 for the part-timers? If you give us $25 for the part-timers, first of all, you're going to have happy part-timers. You're going to have part-timers that's going to, you know, come to work and realize that, you know, now they, you know, they have a union paid job now because right now it's just fucking minimum wage. They, you, you won't have a high turnover. You'll have happy part-timers and you'll have the attendance to come to work and get this company to be more successful and with more billions of dollars in profit. But they don't think that way. They don't think that way. This company doesn't think that way. They they feel that the 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 what you call it the part time don't deserve more than what they already gave. Now I don't know what they offered to the part timers from the IBT. We no one knows. No one knows. Everyone says that there was going to be an update on the app. I went on the app twice today to see an update. 
I haven't. All I see is about the practice of the of the picket line. If anybody from uh, Local 804 uh, Brush Avenue, we're going to have our uh, practice picket line on July 11th at 7.45 a.m. And we want everyone there. We want politics. We want everyone. We want this company to understand that we mean business. And it's throughout the country that's showing. I see a lot of people, a lot of members out there with the signs and cheering and saying. And that was only that's only a practice run. So the company is going to. Is, is playing with fire with Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien is not going to be, you know, taking it like 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 Hoffa there. I mean, I'm sure if, if Hoffa was in charge right now, it would have been a whole different story. We probably wouldn't have got that two-third rule taken away because, you know, the Hoffa's, Hoffa's, or he would have extended this contract to let the company breathe a little bit. I'm glad what Sean O'Brien is doing. Sean O'Brien is really is 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 putting their feet to the fire and telling them you give everyone a better contract or else you're going to be striking yourself. Now, there's a lot of things out there. The rumors that Sean put out that, uh, I mean, Sean didn't put out this rumor. I'm saying other people put out the rumor because Sean didn't talk about anything about monies and anything like that. But it was a a rumor out there that Sean, you know, started out at $10 an hour for the raise for the next five years. So, you know, $10 is pretty, pretty good. Only because of the fact, because in the past contracts, we only got $4.15 for the, for the five years, you know, uh, $5. I, I don't even think we've reached $5 in the past contract. But those are the, those, that's per five years. So when they negotiate that, that split shit and the split whatever, it's a five-year thing. So him going up high with... I hope he went higher than that, but I, I'm, I, I saw someone put it on Facebook that he, he started out with $10 an hour and is uh, union is asking for nine over five years. Company wants seven. Someone just put on the chat that the company wants seven and the union put out $9 over the next five years, which is still great compared to the other past contracts that we got 415, 450. 50 or whatever the case may be part-time is turned over in part of the ups business model the longest time is in okay so the thing is this where the the whole up of the contract right now it is not really a whole up because you know our contract expires on july 31st 2023 at midnight so it's not really a whole of it. It's just a gap between now and uh, um, July 31st. Sean O'Brien thinks that they're going to come to the table. And uh, someone just called me. I'm going to call you right back. Hold on. Let me see who you are. Hold on. Someone called me and I didn't get the call. I don't know why. While you're doing that, I guess I'll say what I can say, if you don't mind. Hold on. I just want to see who's on the phone. Union Power Radio, who's this? Hello? Hello? Anybody on the phone? Guess not. So anyway, go ahead, Jamie. 
No, I was just going to say, even though they're, fight, they're fighting for a higher part-time raise, I think there should be a higher guaranteed hourly, hourly, how many hours they can work. Because even though you're getting a higher raise, what if you're still only getting 3.5 hours? Well, you can go elsewhere still and get a higher raise, higher starting pay, and you can get more hours. Versus 3.5. You can get six hours at Amazon or five or whatever. Or even Target or McDonald's, you're getting more hours. So they, they, the hours need to increase too, not just the race. Just my opinion. What do you mean by hours? Meaning every day when they come in, they only get in 3.5 hours. They're kicking them off the clock. Okay, I, I, from the part-timers you're talking about. The the they, they have a guarantee of 3.5 hours. You you, right. you, you want to up up it, the, the 3.5 hours? It should be at least 4 or 5, in my opinion. Right, well, you know, in the contract, in our, I mean, in our contract, it says uh, a guarantee of 3.5, which they also violate. And I put in tons of grievances of 3.5 guarantee. But guess what? Our... our our members are doing it to themselves because right. what they're doing is ex they accepting to leave before they 3.5 hours. Okay. Right. E you know, if the work is not there and is not available, they are guaranteed 3.5 hours. But the members are leaving before that time. And even I put the grievances in, they are signing waivers. They are signing to, to uh, waive the 3.5 hours. And it's tons of them, tons of grievances that I put in because I look at the recap and I see guys working for two hours, 2.10, 2.15, and I put in the grievance for guarantee 3.5. So if we can't get them to even stay 3.5 and the company is violating the contract, what, what do we got to do? To raise up how the guarantee is, so what? So they can leave at 3.5 and not get the guarantee for? They can't even stay with the guarantee 3.5. So how do, do we how they, do we fix that? Do you think they even know that they're guaranteed 3.5? Because yes. I see a lot of them that don't even know that. They're, they're under the belief that once the work is done, or assume the work is done, and management tells them they can go, they got to go. So a lot of them don't even know that. You're right. Some of them did not know, but they know now that they are guaranteed 3.5 because what's happening is that when I put in the grievance to the to the manager about the 3.5, he goes up to them with a shop steward present and asks them, do he wants, they want to waive they, they guarantee. And as crazy it is, they fucking sign it. Even though the shop still tell them don't sign it, you, you're waving away your three three and a half hours. They were like, no, I just want to get out of here. I just want to do what I got to do and get out of here. So they abuse them for the first two hours, get everything out of them from two hours, and then they only pay them 05, which is actual time at two hours. But on the recap, when I see that, I grieve it anyway. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I have to give them a thousand grievances that he has to sign and then getting pissed off about that because now i lately i've been seeing a lot of three and a half hours and not and not so many uh it's like a hand maybe two or three guys that are, are under three and a half hours so they're paying them 
They are now keeping them three and a half hours. There's who's no pissed off with you? The members or management? Excuse me? Who's pissed off? The members or management now that they have to stay three and a half hours? Both. <laughs> Believe it or not. Wow. The management is pissed off because I'm putting in all these grievances and the members are pissed off that I'm putting in those grievances. So I'm getting, you know, I'm getting, I'm in the middle of, uh, of the part-timers and the management being pissed off at me. And that's the problem because management is saying, hey, listen, I, I'm willing to let you go and go home, but I'm getting all these grievances from your business agent. And, you know, I'm going to have to keep you here to the three and a half hours because, you know, I can't be doing all this, this paperwork. And so now... They telling the, the part timer that so the part timer could get mad at me because I'm for enforcing the contract. Yes, there is no ops. There's no no ops in in the in the language in the contract. Absolutely, that waiver is a UPS waiver that they made together. Go ahead, uh, Pat. What's up? Well, I want to chime in on that a little bit. So uh, I think part of the problem is because they don't make enough money. So probably some of those part time members come in for the benefits and as you know you get one punch a week doesn't matter if you work 15 minutes or you work an hour you get your you keep your benefits correct if you well part-time is with the team care you got to work one day out of the week okay but it doesn't matter where you punch in right it doesn't matter correct so like i'm saying if they at this point if they carry it care only about the benefits that's what they care about but if we get them more pay and the money is better then maybe they will care if they work at least three right. four hours absolutely it's, it's definitely the more pay and this company is going to try to do whatever is possible that they can do is is to put the the part-timers versus the the full-timers they're going to put out stuff out there believe me of of this of this contract they're going to try yeah. But I want to also chime in on one more thing when you started the show. What I really like is that you collected the stuff from last week because I heard about some of that stuff. You know what I mean? And you corrected it, and that was the right thing to do. What if I'm so wrong? If I'm wrong, I mean, this is this is a live show, and I say what I get from social media or people sending me text messages. Now I, I take everyone's everybody everybody's uh, messages, and I. You know, I put it together. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I know how to take an L. I know how to I be. Get, I know how to put I, an L I, on my forehead and say, "Hey, I'm a loser because I didn't know certain things." But it, this is why we educate each other. This is but, what but is. He has just one of my things to point out because you are held, unfortunately, to the highest standard. You shouldn't. You know why? Because you are a BA for Local Eight Hundred Four. So people think you are what, more informed than anybody else. Get okay? the fuck out of here. I'm less informed. No, I but you are you're that, a BA. What, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm you have no so what? So why I'm a fucking BA? I'm fucking just like you. I pay fucking union dues just like you. Oh, I get but I'm, Listen. I'm not Hold on, hold on. It's because I'm, I'm in the office. Just, just because I'm in the office doesn't mean I get the first information. But but I'm saying what the perception might be. Listen, people people from a steward. I'm I'm just a steward. People might think that you know more than me behind the scenes than I do. So that's why I take your word for it before they take mine. Wrong. Why wrong? Because listen, you might know the contract better than I do, 
And I'm in the it's office. It's not about the contract. I, it is about the contract. It's about information in the contract, correct? Okay. So the information that I get, I get it from either social media or I didn't. I haven't got anything. It's not like we sit around the, the, the union hall and talk about what what's next, what's happening next and all that. That's not the way it works in the union hall. We have people jobs. People don't know that. We have, well, I'm going to explain to you right now, okay, Thank what you. happens in Thank a union hall. So, we, you know, we have the principal officers that's in the IBT trustee, and he's in the committee, in the negotiate committee. We can't hold accountable with what Vinny is there, and he's busy doing negotiations. He really don't have time to call us and say, this is what happened. This is what you got to know. This is, no. We wait till he has time to talk to us about what was going on and and to get it to the members, to get it to the members. The problem that I'm, I have is when the member comes up to me and says, what's going on? I only could tell him what's on that app, on that uh, Teamsters United app and what I see on Facebook. I get it. I don't get privilege. I don't get privilege for uh, information. I'm not saying about privileged information, but some of the stuff that you put out on the show last week was actually out. Yeah. Well, well, the only thing that it wasn't accurate that the ACs are not going to be in the back of the truck. Correct. They're going to be in front of the truck, right? And the 70 degrees and... And the 70 up. degrees, uh, that that's... I got a text saying it, that's not the way it works. See, the problem is this. Before that information, this is the information I got. The information that I got was the AC was going to be the back of the truck and it's going to be content to a seven degree uh, restriction. That's the information I got before I got the text. What, where did you get the information from? From some source in the IBT West Coast. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, West Coast Central, 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 Central States. Fair enough. So Fair enough. I try to look at stuff that I get and try to look for more research on it to see if it was accurate of anything like that before I put it out. Now, that comment was sent to me, and it was an accurate comment because I called somebody else, and said they said the same thing, and I trust this guy. But they corrected it. Listen, it was corrected, but even though it's corrected or not corrected, just like the, the whole $100 billion profit, I had to correct that because everybody was texting me saying they didn't make a hundred billion dollars. They made seventeen billion dollars in in profit. Who gives a fuck? The company is making a profit. Seventeen million, a hundred million, uh, or whatever, two or two hundred billion. Who gives a fuck? They are making a profit. So, so what? You know, Sean O'Brien is putting it out there: a hundred billion dollar profit. Now I'm the bad guy because I said 100 billion instead of 17 billion. Whatever. It you don't like that because you weren't specific enough. It's okay, like you said, it's a live show. I get it. Whatever. People want to get bent out of shape. Whoever, who cares? Listen, I'm looking. Hey, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on a chair right now. I'm not sitting with someone's hand behind my ass and telling me what the fuck to say. So and nobody, that, that and nobody and nobody's saying that. Right. So that's what it is. I correct myself. If I'm fucking wrong, I'm fucking wrong. I don't know everything. I don't. I wish I did. 
I wish I have to come down to brush every and pay you a visit. Yeah, to do what? What are you going to show? Give me a hug. Give you a hug. <laughs> Not only no hugs. But anyway, uh, so uh, I'm glad you uh, brought it up on, on air that, uh, that I always do correct myself. No matter what, yeah. I don't give a fuck. It, it doesn't. It doesn't shame me if I said something, and isn't it? And it's not even a correction. It's just a fucking different number, or whatever. So what if you get AC in the front and the back? When when the company gives it to you guys, when it, the company puts it in, because that's going to be another factor. Because they could say, "Oh, oh yes, we won AC, yeah." Don't worry, you ain't going to see it for the next fucking five years. That's what's going to happen. You know, the AC, I'm totally against the AC only because of the fact. Only because of the fact that I know what how much work is going to be for the business agents throughout the whole United States. This guy, you know, this, everyone, I, you know, the guys in like in Vegas, they deserve an AC there 100%. We all deserve an AC to be cooled off and all that. But we have to watch ourselves. We have to watch ourselves with the fact of stealing time. And well, that's that's what, that was my point, Hector. You're right. And like they said, from what I heard, that the first cars that are going to get the ACs are going to go to the regions that need it most. And I agree. The guy in Arizona, the guy in Nevada, the guy in Florida probably wants that AC in the cab. Do I really needed that bad in new york in the cab probably not i and i'm glad we're getting improvements in the back because for me personally and you know i'm a driver I, it's the back of the car the front of the car i drive with the doors open anyway and and i stop every two minutes or whatever every minute every minute and a half what is it really going to do for me maybe a little bit maybe to and from the route it'd be great i could close the doors and have it but while you're on the route and especially if you have a lot of retail which is not me uh, you know, you're in and out of the truck so often that it's not going to really do much, but I'm happy about the stuff that they're going to improve in the back because right. I think that's my real problem. How, so last contract, they agreed on putting fans on every truck unless uh, uh, until you, re you request it, you'll get a fan in your truck. I, I, have, got I have a driver that put in a request uh, four years ago and still haven't got a fan in his fucking truck. Okay. Now they coming. Now they coming with. Now they coming with new trucks with two fans that blows nothing but hot air and a vent in the back. Is but, that in your building, Hector? That some trucks don't have a fan? Yes, absolutely. Because I, I could tell you that in Melville, they pretty. Much, I, I can't say for a hundred percent, but I think they installed the fan in every truck. Yeah, in every truck in my building too. Well, practically, really? that's what the mechanics said they had to do. Really? Yeah, why the mechanics they were they were so the mechanics they telling everything else they were instructed to do the fans. So the mechanic is saying that they don't have fans to install, that they back ordered or whatever the case may be. Uh, someone in Facebook the other day put out that they had a, a truck full of fans and they were starting to put fans into the truck now. And, you know, wh why, why does it take this much and a person to faint, a person to get overheated for the company to respond and this is what they do they always respond you, late you want to laugh i tell you why why supply chain <laughs> why? Uh, because why? I, I tell you that one mechanic in our building was actually put specifically he was taken off duty to fix cars do whatever he was doing 
and he was told that he cannot stop until he installs 10 in every vehicle in Melville. That's what I was told. Hmm. Well, whatever. But every building is different. I'm, I'm not saying to contrary uh, in your building, Hector. Yeah, well, that's the boogie down Bronx. Anyway, uh, you already had, Melville already had their uh, practice picket line, which was a, a big... Uh, it was great. It was a lot can of people I, there. Can I a minute about it? Go ahead. Yeah, we, it, it was uh, on a Thursday last week. Well, this week is still Sunday. On Thursday, attendance was great. People who were on vacations showed up. Uh, attendance was awesome. Uh, one of our drivers had a source at Channel 12 News. 12 News showed up. We made the spot on Thursday. It was three different spots on Channel 12 News. Uh, it was great. The guys, had a, the guys had a good time. It was hot. It was sweaty. And people were there. And we made a good point. So the question to all of us that's on the panel right here on Zoom, and I'm sure there's some others. If anybody wants to chime in, they can call 347-403-0705. So Sean says that, you know, the contract talks were over and done because the company, final word to Sean, says we have nothing else to offer you guys. And now we're going to hold up this contract. I believe... Me, I, I'm, I'm with Sean, and I'm glad that uh, that he's not taking shit from this company and he's putting them to the, the their feet to the fire, and they're going to learn. If they didn't learn back then, they're going to learn now that we are serious. The practice, uh, the practice uh, picket lines are out there all over the country. Here in New York, we hit them hard on, on the practice line. Uh, I, I think we saved the, la the best for last because uh, the last building to... To do a picket line, uh, practice picket line is Brush Avenue in the Bronx. So anybody that's not scared of the Bronx could come down to the Bronx and hang out with your brothers in, in the Bronx and uh, and be on that picket line. Um, we're going to do a practice run. I went through the whole thing with, with the members of the do's and don'ts of what you do in a strike just in case no one gets in trouble, no one gets fired. This is only a practice run throughout the whole United States and in our local. Definitely uh, put it out there, and we did a lot of things. Uh, Dan, what's up, Dan? Hey, Hector. How are you, brother? What's going on, bro? So I'm the local 404 that was texting on the live because I couldn't find the Zoom link. I had to text one of the other members to oh, get the link. So Yeah, it's on my uh, <laughs> Union Power Radio page and Facebook. There. I always put it there. Yeah. Anyways... Um, I know some of what you guys have been talking about, uh, but something I wanted to bring up uh, is this seems to be a growing feud between the part-time and the full-time. And I think that some of it is uh, being perpetuated by the company because it's exactly what they want us to be doing. Um, you know, they. my understanding is that the uh, union and the company are not that far apart on the full-time wages but that negotiations broke down over the part-time wages. And I've seen over the different chats on Facebook, uh, quite a few full-timers and part-timers going at it over, over uh, what should be happening. And just some of the things I want to bring up is uh, some people may or may not know that back in 1983 uh, was actually the first two-tier pay system at UPS. Prior to that, full-timers and part-timers got paid the same exact money per hour 
1983, they changed that and created a two-tier pay system. Um, and one of the examples I like to keep bringing up is the fact that there's two full-time preloads in Massachusetts, um, and the rest of the country loads part-time. So preload, whether it's part-time or full-time, is exactly the same job. The only difference between the two is one works approximately four hours and loads about three cars per person, and full our full-time preload loads about eight hours, approximately six trucks per person. But it's exactly the same job. Our preload makes the same exact rate as the driver's, and the rest of the preload across the entire country makes nearly one-third of that amount. That's garbage to me, right? I mean, first of all, an hour of labor is an hour of labor, right? Just because somebody works part-time doesn't mean that their hour is worth any less than the full-time person. I mean, let's just look at it this way. On an eight-hour shift at $40 an hour, the full-timers make it $320. The part-time preloader works four hours, and if he's getting the same 40, he's making 160. Isn't that 160 a big enough difference? Mm-hmm. I mean, do we really want our part-timers loading at 50? $15 an hour and only getting paid $60 compared to 320 for the same freaking job. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, and, and go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you a so, question where you're local and, you know, it's different rates throughout the United States on part time. Well, I understand. And, and the numbers I'm throwing out, obviously, depending on your area, it's going to be a little bit different. But my, my overall point is our full time preload gets paid the same exact rate as drivers. Are you saying, right? are you saying $40 an hour? Well, like, yeah, 40 and change or whatever the current rate is in our area. Our preloaders make the same exact money as drivers do because they're full-time preloaders. Wow. Right? So so why, why do people who work part-time doing the same exact job, why is their hour worth of labor worth anything less when it's the same exact job? Right? Not to mention the fact that, you know, I hear some people, you know, refer to part-timers as being lazy. If they want more money, they should work full-time, whatever. There's a couple of things on that. First of all, you have some people like single mothers who may not be able to work full-time because they're they're the primary caregiver of their children as well, right? So they're supposed to live in poverty because they can't work full-time? Or how about the other side of that? The fact that, you know, some of these guys go to work at UPS and wait for a full-time job, but years go by before they ever get that opportunity, right? Now, if we forced UPS to pay those part-timers the same as full-time per hour, but as a part-time meaning less hours, the company would be more apt to create more full-time jobs because then they would only have to pay one set of benefits instead of two set of benefits, right? Right. But right now they don't care about that because they're paying the part-timers so little it doesn't bother them that they have to pay two sets of benefits. They're still saving money. Wow. But that's, that's, this, is, this is the problem here. Sean wants it across the table. Whatever raise that he's getting for the full-timers, and someone just put it up there that he, they, he's, he's asking for nine over the five years and the company is willing to get Yeah, that him. was my text. Oh, that was your text? I'm sorry. Yeah, local 404. Oh, four, I thought it was local 804. Anyway, no, so I didn't, I didn't I read it real quick. So anyway, that was your text that the company, the. Yeah, my understanding was that the, the union's proposal for full time was nine hours over the five years with some of that front loaded. 
and the company came back with seven. So they were in the same ballpark. I mean, it probably would have landed somewhere around $8 an hour. But when they got to the part-time wages, they were so far apart. It's basically what broke down so you realize the uh, negotiations really from what I understand. Right. Just not, not that, that far, far apart. apart what issues. A, she's such an ignorant person. It's not even funny. <laughs> but uh, so seven, seven, I, I don't understand this company because they, they went from two four, 285 for the next five years for full-time wages. And all of a sudden they bumped it up to $7 an hour. So you mean to tell me you don't have room to do the same for the part-timers when you went from 285 to seven? Hector, think about it, though. They're they're used to 25 years of Hoffa taking care of the full-timers, and who cares about the part-timers, right? I mean, that's kind of what Hoffa said. I mean, he, he, he neglected them and allowed them to fall so far behind on the pay scale that, yeah, now to make it right, it's a giant pay raise, and UPS is going to fight it, right? So it's the company being used to the uh, years and years and years of ignoring the part-timers is why their thing. And and, and personally, I think, Sean, the reason a lot of part-timers say, well, why were we left to be last on the contract? Well, Sean's very smart. And he's he's had a plan since day one how he was going to approach this contract, right? So he went through the non-economical stuff and got that out of the way pretty easily because it didn't cost the company a lot of money, right? And then I think <clears throat> he went with the full-time stuff because the company's used to giving to the full-timers. And I think he saved that because ultimately he knew that that was going to be the biggest fight. And if we can get tentative agreements on all the other stuff, then we can fight about that. And just like in 97, we're going to end up on strike over the part-time issues and creating full-time jobs. Do you feel that this strike is going to be more than two weeks or less than two weeks if we go on Based strike? On- Based on what I know from 1997 and now, this is just my personal opinion, is that, one, I don't see how we avoid a strike. I absolutely think that uh, more militant Sean O'Brien and ignorant Carol Tomei is a recipe for a strike. I just don't see us avoiding one. That being said, I also don't feel like it's going to last more than a week. My guess is somewhere between four to seven days. And I say that because... Back in 1997, we were a smaller company, okay? And at this point, we stand to lose about a – or the company stands to lose about a billion dollars per week that we're on strike. And also, compared to 97, we now have stockholders to answer to. And the stockholders are not going to stomach a $1 billion loss per week if we go out on strike. So I see – I think Carol's daring us to go on strike. I don't think she thinks we'll do it. but. I see it ending very quickly because the shareholders are not going to put up with that kind of a loss when I don't know what the calculations are on the new uh, contract language, but I highly doubt it's in the billions. Until you realize that we're really not that far apart on the issues. We're just not that far apart on the issues. Go ahead, Pat. I'm going to ask you a question, Pat. What do you feel? How long you been with the company? Uh, I I wasn't in the 97 strike. I haven't been in the company that long. But I know a lot of people that's been in the 97 strike and they feel that it's not going to be a two week strike because back then we didn't have 340,000 UPSers. Now this number is real high and it will fuck. It will be the the biggest and the biggest historical uh, strike in any company will be the largest strike uh, action in the United States. 
It will be the Teamsters if we go on strike. A lot of people don't want to go on strike, but you got to understand no one wants to be on strike, but you have to stand your ground. And we have the right man there, Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman, to stand the ground. They said it from the beginning. They won't, they, they're not going to fucking give anything up. Look, at he's, he said he was going to get the 22 fours dismissed from the contract. He got them dismissed from the, the, the regular 0300s after the contract is ratified. But guess what? He didn't take anything to get it. So that tells you a lot. Hoffa was taking stuff and giving stuff away. So anyway, Pat, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, so, you know, since you asked me the question, I, I never was part-time, even though I look old, because I am. I only, I only been here for seven years as a driver, and I'm a steward. But uh, I want to I go uh, back to Dan for a second. Uh, I get what you're saying about the part-time, about the same wage, but uh, I just want to play a devil's advocate. Isn't it across all industries that part-timers make less than the people who work five, you know, full-time in any company? Right, but how many companies do you know that have part timers and full timers do the exact same job? Right, uh, I'm not. I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about one one bunch. employee that. Right. I, think I mean, but also, I would also disagree with you. And like I said, I was never part time. That they would create more jobs because I'm just going to use preload as an example. You know, uh, in my building in Melville, we we really cannot create more full time jobs because the work is not there this early in the morning. So that's the reason they want to bring people in at four o'clock in the morning, at, at five o'clock in the morning, because there is they, they can only support so many people, you know, from midnight, from one one a.m. start, because the work is not there yet. All right. Well, let me let me reverse the question on you, Pat. Okay. Sure. Based upon what I told you, the fact that in my building, my full time preload makes the same exact rate as drivers. Okay. And a part time preloader. I think okay. that's great. Right, but. My question to you is, reverse your own question. All the part-time preloads, which you're saying in your building, they can't do full-time because the loads don't get there, right? But they're doing the same exact job as our full-time preload, just on a part-time basis. And and now you're saying it's also because the company can't get the loads there quick enough. So are you telling me that those guys doing the same exact job part-time, the same exact job, that they should be making 15, 16 bucks an hour instead of driver's rate? I don't disagree with that. I, I agree, but I'm just saying that this is kind of like across many industries a standard. And let me ask you a question. Is your building a hub? No, my building's not that big. We have maybe 125 routes in our building. Um, okay. And for whatever reason, there's two full-time preloads. They're both in Massachusetts. One's in Watertown. One's in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, where I'm from. Um, but let me let me compare it to something else. Nowadays, you can almost get a job at McDonald's or a gas station for the same amount of money per hour that our part-timers are making. And, you know, not to degrade McDonald's workers or gas stations, but the work at UPS that our part-timers do is so physically demanding. They work in buildings that are sweat boxes, high risk of injury, and they're making the same amount of money as if they stood behind a register at McDonald's and put food in a bag and handed it to a customer. It does not sound right to me at all. Dan, I don't disagree with that. I, I do. I'm not degrading that they. they no, no, no. I, I'm just I, making another point that, that there's. I mean, we're never going to go back to 1983. Okay, I'm, I'm not delusional that we're ever going to get back to a point where the part timers make the same as full timers. That's not my point. My point is, is that. 
you know, although the company is going to be like, wow, how can we give these people a $10 bump from day one? That's ridiculous. The problem is, is they've been, their paychecks have been getting smaller over the years. Yes, they get small pay raises, but with inflation, their paychecks are actually smaller than they were in 1983. So it's just, I guess going taking a step back, my argument really is about the fact that our members need to start not caring what other members are making, right? It doesn't matter if you're full-time or part-time, right? This company has more money, and the only people that are going to lose money if we bring the part-timers up to a good wage is the Wall Street, right? I mean, who cares? Wall Street does not need to make all the money that they're making off of this company. They need to invest in their employees. And for a full-timer who's making 40 plus dollars an hour to go on to social media and make out like our part-timers are either lazy or don't deserve a major pay bump, it needs to end. We're, 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 we are stronger as one union than we are as 340,000 Teamsters, individuals. Disagree with that. Listen, there's always going to be keyboard warriors. That's right. what I call them. And they're uh, in every yeah. local, they're in every building. And, and mm-hmm. those are the people when you meet them on the backside and you question them about something, they go mute. They don't want to say right. anything. And they right. come from texting that stuff. And absolutely, don't get me wrong. I don't stand against oh, part-timers. I definitely know that part-timers got to get paid a lot more. You know, I'm happy if in, in your local that they, they get in as much as the driver, mm-hmm. but I'm being just realistic. I don't think that's going to happen across the country. No, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I just think that the part-timers, it's not even just about the wages. It's not just about this or just about that. It's just you would take everything that the part-timers go through and they are getting the short end of the stick on absolutely everything. Okay, these guys come in, they're promised to go full time at some point, and then it takes years and years for them to get the opportunity. And like now, they they uh, they got the 22 fours coming in, but then the 22 fours got a lot of them got laid off, so they bumped part timers, even though they may not have had as many. The part timer may have had more years of service than the 22 fours. Yeah, that was but a problem. They, that was a big problem here. In right, but now so. you got you got guys who've been on preload or or, or, or been part timers for twice as long as that 22 fours worked for the company and they're getting bumped because the other person's full time. I mean, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but my overall point is that the part-timers are getting shafted at every turn. Yep. And I just want to encourage members to refrain from fighting each other on Facebook and social media and all that stuff. We are a union of one and if we fight it as 340 individual members, we are going to get crushed in this contract. And I just want to see more solidarity. That's that's my main thing. And Dan, I, I, don't, something? I don't disagree with you on that 100 percent that, uh, you know, if anybody disagree with it on that one, I think you're crazy and you, you're in a union for the wrong reason. I get it. And I want to go back to Hector. So. I've been here for seven years. I'm going to. I'm about to start my eighth year, and you asked me about the strike and all that stuff. And uh, uh, I think we got so much stuff done. I think the company is playing, uh, you know, hardball. But at the end of the day, I really do believe that on the eleventh hour, I think it's going to come to some kind of agreement. But on the other, on, on the flip coin of that, on the flip coin of that, if we go on strike, I'm ready. I know guys in my building are ready and we're ready to go. And if it's going to be a strike, then it's going to be a strike. And I believe they're only going to hurt themselves. 
So, so we just Can got. I say something like this? Hold on, we just got Anthony on the chat. Uh, Anthony, you want to chime in on anything? His phone is muted, so. Um, thank you for having me on here. Um, I had just sent you Hector um, the flyer because over here at seven hundred five, we're getting our um, practice picket started, and uh, there's actually a brand new building. It just opened up. Uh, I think it was uh, it was on June. The first full day was on uh, June twentieth. So I think it's been about three weeks now. And I I work out of that building. I formerly worked out of Jeff Street. Anyway, the new building is only four miles away from Jeff Street. It's called Morgan Street, and we're actually doing practice pickets together because um, a lot of us came from Jeff Street, and we're gonna have it's gonna be off the chain. So I just wanted to. 705 is throwing down. Um, so thank you for having me on here. Thank you for coming on and letting us know about 705 and the practice picket lines and uh, it's throughout the whole United States. And uh, they're showing a lot of a lot of members that are pissed off and are willing to strike. Uh, and the company is, is looking and, and very worried about what's going on and how we practice it. I, I don't know in '97 because I don't. No one's here from '97. Did they ever do a practice picket line on '97? It was never done, right? This is the first time in the history of of Teamsters of doing it. And I'm glad somebody came up with it because it shows the company that we, we we're gonna practice and we're gonna fucking show you what. And as we doing practices, the customs are watching, and they're they're supporting the UPS workers the members uh, as they go by blowing their horn talking uh yes the you know the company has a lot of money they should give what we we deserve and that's what sean wants he wants everything that the members deserve before he sends that out to the membership for a ratification Hector, uh, i just want to give a shout out to my local uh local 404 uh you know we're kind of a quiet local but uh today we had our uh practice picket um, we chose to do it on a Sunday so more members could be involved because we only have about 700 UPS members in our local. And we had a pretty solid turnout and uh, we had all the news stations were there. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, they were all there. Um, so we're on all the channels out here in Western Mass. And uh, it was a pretty strong showing and we're pretty psyched about how today turned out. So 404 rocked it today. That, that's right. Congrats. Uh, thanks for coming out for all the 404, 404 guys to do that yep. practice picket line. The more, the merrier, the better the company sees that everybody's united together as one to, to the right cause. The right cause is the right wages and the right contract for our fellow members, brothers and sisters. Okay, Jamie, it's your turn. What do you want to do? No, I just wanted to reiterate. What and you still I haven't put on a shirt, bro. I don't want to look at you, bro. I got a shirt on. What you okay. talking about? Okay. Go ahead. I wanted to reiterate what Dan, Dan has said Um, as far as the pay raise. Why is other classifications worried about what other classifications are making? You shouldn't be worrying about that. Let them, if they want to, as he said, it's not your money. We complain that. When we ask supervisors for this, we we or managers, we tell them it's not their money. So why are we complaining or worrying about them giving pay increases or making part timers or anybody just giving them the same wait, rate wait, as wait, what wait. we get? Am I That's hearing? Am I, am I hearing this right? Are you saying that if 
if you get a good wage as a full-timer and the part-timer doesn't get a good wage, you will ratify the contract? No. No, no, no. He's... As a full-timer, right, you shouldn't be worrying or concerning yourself with what the part-timer is getting. If that I'd agree. I agree with that. Yes. The same rate that we get, let them give them. It's not our money. I agree with that. Just like we tell a manager, well, we need we need the overtime, and they say, oh, we tell them it's not their money. It's not our money. So why are we so concerned and, and down and criticizing them? Oh, they don't deserve it. And it, it shouldn't be like that. So I, I think part of that, that. I think part of that is that people are in fear that if one classification gets a bigger pay raise, that they won't um, get their share of it. But this company had this is the absolute stars and moons are aligned for this contract because there is enough money to go around to each and every classification without affecting how much each classification is going to get. And the fact is, is that us full-timers have been getting our due in almost every single contract. We may not have liked some of the stuff that came out in those contracts, but in all in all, we're all doing pretty well for ourselves. And it's about time that we bring our part-timers up from near minimum wage standards. And if not to full-time wages, but even 25 plus, I mean, these guys deserve a major bump in their paychecks because they, it, we couldn't deliver the packages if they didn't load them, if they didn't get them on the trailers, if they didn't unload the trailers. So, you know, even if it meant the full-timers, which it's not, by the way, but even if it meant the full-timers took a lesser pay raise to give the part-timers a bigger bump this time, I'm 100% behind it as a full-timer because, you know, I, I live pretty comfortably and I hate the fact that we have so many part-timers that, you know, and some, and, and I don't like the fact that the part-time is considered lazy or whatever. No. There are single moms that they're also the primary caretaker of their kids and they can't work full time and take care of their kids. So they work at UPS part time to get the insurance and the benefits. It doesn't mean they should make the same amount of money as a McDonald's or a gas station attendant. Sorry. Absolutely. And I and I and I, and I'm ne I never was a part time, but I'm now that I'm a B.A., I roll up my sleeves. And when I see a supervisor working, I go and do local. So I, I did local sort. I did sorting. I did uh, um, I did a whole f two sets of a truck. Uh, I did unloading from the I did everything a pre and I'm telling you right now <laughs> that is hard fucking work. You just come in and your truck is already packed up. You gotta imagine that preloader doing four trucks. And loading it up like the way when you come, you go there and maybe something is, is not in the right place that you want it to be. But guess what? That that truck is loaded and they load over a thousand pieces a day in those trucks. So they do do a lot of work and they deserve a better wage. And I guarantee you if this company is fucking just listens to Sean O'Brien and say, listen, you're going to get better you're going to have a low turnover. You're going to have better guys coming into it because they, they feel they, ha they come to work now and they, they respect it from the wages and the medical. And I'm telling you, it will be a big difference of the part-timers coming in happy because some of them don't want to come in at 3 o'clock in the morning making $16 an hour. That's a bullshit while they know that Amazon is making $19 an hour. So... But Yes, go ahead, Pat, before we close up back this. To, uh, yeah. Back to the point. Yes, there is, you know, like I, I walk the box lines every day, and you know that. 
And, and yes, there is a bunch of part-timers who are there every day and they like their job and they do care and they do put a good low quality. But, but unfortunately, because the money is not there, it's a revolving door and people come and go and you get a guy for two weeks and you just throw the shit in there and the drivers, full-timers get pissed off. But I think exactly because if they will get paid more, you will get people who care more and they're going to care about, like you said, coming to work every day and doing a better job, making sure that everybody's happy. Exactly. So with that said, Aaron, you have anything to say before I close out? How about you, Matt? You good? All right, we done. We passed the uh, the two the one hour mark, and I know Dan's like saying, "Do a two hour show, do a two hour." Yeah, hey, come I, on, man. I got I gotta have a life too, Dan. You know. Hey, you know. hey, do me a favor though. Before we close out, uh, allow me to screen share for for one minute. You have it disabled. How do you do that? It's in your settings on your Zoom. It's, it'll say participant screen sharing. I have. I don't know how to get there. I'm new to this. I just started doing, I just started sharing this today. And this is what I'm going to share. I'm going to share to you my YouTube channel to <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. This is the first time. I don't know how to do this shit. I, you know, my girl showed me how to do this today and, and I was already getting frustrated. Hector, all right. Hector, be careful what you share, Hector. Uh, what? Be, be careful what you share. I don't share anything. I don't share anything with you. <laughs> but anyway I, I dan I, I guess we could do it for another show you could show me how to open up the share because i, I don't care all right with with this with this show i don't care who what <laughs> when and how if you want to say whatever you want to say and put whatever you want to say you want to put naked pictures of yourself <laughs> it's all okay here in union power radio this is uncensored i'm not it's not recorded it's not editing so this is what it is hey Hey, I told you to knock that shit off. No, I'm not going to knock his shit off because that's the way I talk and that's the way I do things. But anyway, All right, wait, Aaron, this, Aaron, If I can't up? show the video, I'm still going to air the, the sound. Wait, listen to this. All right, what is it? Can't hear nothing. Not yet. Can't hear anything. Can't hear anything. Can't hear. Nope. You can't hear that? No, we cannot nope. hear that. But anyway, uh, with that said, uh, thanks, Anthony, for coming on from 705. They're going to be doing their practice oh. run this week. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Jamie, for coming in late. Pat, thank you for coming in early. Dan, thank you for coming for the last 10 minutes. And Aaron, <laughs> thank you for showing up. And everyone that's listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio, I still don't hear it. We still don't hear it. Oh, well. We'll, we'll, we'll Come get on, it, Dan. Right. Get we'll, with we'll, it. Next time, Dan. Next time. And listen, I'm not the one that doesn't know how to change his, his settings. <laughs> if, if you <laughs> tell me, just, just to make you happy. Now, I'm in the, okay, I'm in the settings now. What do I do then? There should be a setting for screen sharing. Settings for screen sharing. Prefer. Okay, now where, where do I go to that? For the video? Yeah, it should be one that says uh, participants screen share. Screen share. Doesn't say that. That's all right. We'll do it another time. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll That's find all right. Out. No worries. I'm not no technically worries. a thing. Anyway, thank you for calling. Uh, thank you for listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. And we're going to be. Uh, we're going to be. 
looking up what's going on in this contract. Hopefully, the uh, company will call Sean O'Brien and says, deal, and let's get it all with and get the part-timers paid, and everybody be happy, full-timers, part-timers. And the company is going to... Solidarity, everybody. Exactly. And the company is going to try. It's going to try. Guys, don't take the bait. They're going to try to put full-timers versus part-timers. Don't listen to that. Listen to Sean O'Brien and Fred Zuckerman. We're going to get through this. We're going to get a good contract, the best contract ever. So stay tuned. And if we go on strike, we go on strike. I'll be on the air every fucking day on strike. Well, I'll be on the picket line. I'll do it live from the picket line. But anyway, Union Power Radio, the What The Heck Show here. I'm going to try to do every every Sunday. I did it two Sundays straight. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, uh, Jamie, for coming in. And thank everyone for listening to the What The Heck Show. I will be putting this on podcast. So look it up in podcast everywhere in all the podcast words. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. Peace out. little town blues are melting away. I'll make a brand new start of it in old New York. If I can make it there. Like us on Facebook at UnionPowerRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at UnionPowerRadio. Listen every hour of every day. UnionPowerRadio.com.